You may not add flour to charoses, which is a mixture of vinegar and water. If you did add flour, you must eat it immediately before it becomes chometz. You may not eat it, because it becomes chometz very quickly. Another halacha. You may not cook the carbon paisach not in liquid, or in fruit juice. You may smear a paisach with these juices while it's roasting. Or when eating it, you can dip the paisach into these juices. The water used by a baker, Yishavchi, must be poured out. Because it becomes chometz. The machlokas between Tanakama and Remaya, whether you're allowed to eat it immediately, is letoy chardl. Only when the flour was put into mustard, which is very strong and doesn't allow it to become chometz quickly. In the first case, when the flour was put into charoses, all agree that the charoses is not strong enough and it becomes chometz too quickly. You must burn it right away. Exactly what we learned. I know it's in the case of everybody agrees he sort of meyat, it must be burned immediately. However, to mustard, there is machlek, it's remai omi sort of meyat, chum amrim yat o chumiat. That you're allowed to eat the mixture. Do you believe the Chachumim say their opinion on Charoises as well, and even that can be eaten? Or only to mustard? What is the difference? So we replied. The difference is who we said before, the Machlokus between the Chachumim and Ramai applies only to Chachatl. Everyone agrees he's sort of meyat. He replied, I haven't heard the Ravkana statement. Meaning, I believe the machlokas applies to charosis as well, and even then, you're allowed to eat it right away. Ravkana is right that by charosis, everyone agrees you must burn it right away. Shmil said earlier, who holds that vinegar can contract swollen grains and prevent them from becoming chomets. My love, does it not mean that vinegar cannot contract the grains and it promotes chomets? Therefore, charosis, which includes vinegar, would have to be burned right away. Maybe vinegar neither contracts nor does it promote chomets. Therefore, it's still quite possible that charoses would not make chomets happen right away, and maybe the chachomam allow you still to eat it. If the Mishnah will I am a vashlam, you may not cook a paisach in liquids or in fruit juice. The Pesach says you should not eat the Pesach that was cooked by Maim. I only know that it may not be eaten if cooked in water. From where do I know it may not be eaten if cooked in other liquids? Does not give its flavor to the meat. And other liquids which do give their flavor to the meat. is certainly usir. Rebbe Omer, a different limit. It's written by Ma'am, Anli Elo Ma'am, Shamash Gemanan. From where do I know it may not be eaten if cooked in other liquids? Tamaloyim Revushlim Avishl. The extra word teaches us Makomokam. It's also said even if cooked in other liquids. Ma'abanai, what is the difference between these two Lamedim? Ekabanai Tzli Kadar. A Paisach that was cooked in a pot without water other than its own fat. According to Rebbe, it would still be usir, because we have a ribi, evushal mevishal. According to Tanakama, it would be mitir, because the kavachoyma wouldn't teach us this, as this does not give any flavor to it. But Abunan, we ask, according to Tanakama, who learns the aluch of other liquids through a kavachoymer, hai bushl mevishl mai avdalihi, what does he do with the extra word? We answer, mebola, hai nitzel echedatanya. Bishloi v'akach tzloi, if you cooked a paisach and then roasted it, oishet tzloi v'akach bishloi, or he roasted it and then cooked it. His chayv, because he's over on the iser of you should not eat it if it's cooked. What it first clarifies the b'raiser. Bishloi mebishloi v'akach tzloi. It is understood in the case when you cooked it and then roasted it, 
je gaaf. To basla, you cooked it first, and once it's cooked, it doesn't lose that status. In the case when you roasted it and then cooked it, hutsliyashi, it is roasted by fire. Amai, why should it be chayav for eating it? Once it's been roasted, any boiling that he does later on shouldn't change it. The mother gives two teritzim, umarafkana humana, who is the tan of this price, who he believes that if you cook something later on, it does change it. The tan is, well, you can be yoy to the mitzvah to eat matzah with a matzah that was soaked, or one that was boiled, as long as it has not dissolved. It's true that you can be yoyta with a matzah that was soaked, you cannot be yoyta with a matzah that was cooked, even if it has not dissolved. That is because Rabbi holds that once the baked matzah is cooked, it's no longer considered to be a baked product. So in our case as well, even if the Pesach was roasted, but if you then cooked it, it loses its status of roasted, and it's cooked now. That is why you have for eating it as the Pesach said. El Omar, another pshat of time, it could be the Pesach's Ramayr, who holds that boiling does not affect the status of a previously baked matzah. Pashani Hocha, the Pesach is different. And the extra word teaches us, in all circumstances, cooked is usir, even if you cooked it only after it was roasted. I may have thought that if you roasted a paisa completely for eating it, you should not eat it partially roasted or cooked in water, which means only did I tell you that it's usir. I didn't tell you that it's usir to eat it completely roasted. What is completely roasted? Completely burnt. You could have been thought that if you ate a kazais of a paisa that was raw, you would get mankas for that. Which means only no But I didn't tell you that it would be the same when it's raw. Maybe I thought that eating raw should be The same pussy which says finishes off to say only roasted. Therefore, raw is not allowed. What is partially roasted? As the parasim call it a if you cook something in the hot springs of Tiferia on Shabbos, you would be put in. It's not considered cooking. While Paisach Shabishla, which was cooked in Tiferia, you would be high for eating it. We question what is different about cooking with hot springs on Shabbos? That you're not high for cooking. The told you're only high for cooking when it's connected to fire. And the hot springs are not Paisach Nama, but the same should be with Paisach. Lav told the this hot spring is not fire, so you should not be high for eating a Paisach that was cooked in it. The Umura answers, you're right. When Achista said regarding Pesach Yochayev is not for cooking, we agree it's not cooking. Yochayev the Kovah Meshem Tzliyash, because after all it's not roasted. For that alone you're going to be chayev. Why? As we just explained. It might not be cooked, but you are over the Pusik which says it must be roasted and this is not roasted. So what it brings now a machloikas whether there is malchus if you're over on kiim sli ash. Of course, if you eat it partially roasted or cooked, there is malchus. Because there is a clear Pusik, question is kiim sli ash which is a laugh for anything that is not partially roasted. But that is a general laugh. Is there malchus as well or not for that? If you wait it partially roasted, once for no, and one of the general laugh, if you wait it mavishl, again, once for mavishl, and once for tzliyash. If you wait a kazas of both no and mavishl, no, mavishl, and tzliyash. Abayadam when disagrees and says, There is no malchus when being over on tzliyash, as that is a general laugh. There are two interpretations of Abayah's opinion. This laugh, Shabbat can never get you a second set of malchus. But if it's the only laugh available, then it will get you a set of malchus. 
No, it's a lash of a and cannot ever bring Malkas. Its love is not a specific as it is in the case of the Isid against Muslim, which is the sample case when you get Malkas. Rova Omar, a similar machlekes. Ochazak, if a nuzid ate grape skin, lurkish time. There as well, there is a general lav, koil asha yai usemigifen, plus a specific lav against zog. Chartan, again lurkish time, because the general lav and the specific lav where it mentions chartan. If you wait both zog and chartan, lurkish shulish. Abayram and I lurk in a lav shabiklulis. You do not get malchus for the general lav of koil asha yai usemigifen. Ikadamra, two versions like before, tarti de luloka. This general laugh cannot get you a second set of malchus, but if it's not included in any malchus, then you would get one set of malchus. A laugh shabiklulis doesn't get you even one set, because its laugh is not specific, as it is in the case of the Isid against Masling. If Erev Pesach, you ate a kazais of partially roasted karm Pesach, you put it. You have not been over on the lav of eating the Pesach partially roasted. However, if you ate a kazais no Meshach HaShaychu after that, you have, because that is when the lav kicks in. If Ochal Kazais Tzulim Meboidyoim, you ate a kazais of roasted meat while it was still there, you have not disqualified yourself from eating with the members of his group at night. However, if you ate a kazais Tzulim Meshach HaShaychu after that, because the luch is you may not eat the Pesach in two different places, he has disqualified himself from eating with the other members of his group if they are eating in a different place. It could have been thought, if you ate a kazaz of partially roasted meat while it was still day, I may have thought, and this is supported by logic, at night, when there is the mitzvah to eat it roasted, we know the lav, not to eat it partially roasted, applies by night, then, by day, when there is not yet the mitzvah to eat it roasted, is it not logical, that the lav, not to eat it partially roasted, should apply by day as well? perhaps a different approach, that it should only apply by day. During the day, when there is no mitzvah to eat it roasted, that is when there is a lav not to eat it partially roasted. But at night, when there is a mitzvah to eat it roasted, there is no longer a lav against eating it partially roasted. But I do not wonder how the issue of eating partially roasted could be lifted at night. We know that at night, there is a mitzvah to eat it roasted. So maybe the same thing happens, that by night, the lav against partially roasted falls away. Now, based on the first swiddle we had, the lav of al-toichmimeninu applies also by day. Based on the second swidda, it applies only by day. Now we bring a pusik to say it does not apply by day. There is no reason to have the extra words, ki im In my tamaloma, why does it say ki im teach you. By night, when there is a mitzvah to eat it roasted, that is when yeshna babal there is a lav not to eat it partially roasted. But during the day, when you're not subject to the mitzvah of eating it roasted. There is no lav to eat it partially roasted. The price continues with another halacha. It could have said just bushel. Why do we need the extra word? The reason is it could have been thought that it's only usher if it was cooked after nightfall. From where do we know that if you cooked it during the day, it is also usher to eat it at night? Mekom will come in any circumstances, even if it was cooked during the day. We ask this extra word. Rebbe himself already used it on Umad Aleph to acid a paisa cooked in its own liquid or in any other liquids. How could he 
now use it to learn that the Isser includes a Paisa cook during the day. But at Zimkan, if it only teaches one thing, Lamakru, it should have been consistent. Oi, either Bushai, Bushai, Oi, Mavishal, Mavishal, Ma Bushal, Mavishal. Why do we use two different forms of words? Shamas Malatata, we can learn two things. Both that it's Usir if cooked in other liquids and that it's Usir even if it was cooked during the day.